0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk. Small companies up and down the country have seen their input costs jump since the end of COVID-19. They've struggled to get and retain staff after lockdowns and the so-called Great reset, Resignation. But above all, they've been hit with electricity costs jumping from around 2 or 3% of their usual costs. To ten percent or more, some may not survive unless they get direct and immediate help from the government. Breakfast business has brought together three different SMEs in three varying industries to tell us what they need to hear from Pascal Donoghue on the September on September twenty seventh. Nathan Macdonald runs Bally CD Home and Gardens as well as Smash Burgers uh, in the West Coast in Kerry and in Limerick. Good morning, Nathan. Morning, Joe. How are you? Colin Ahern runs the Kilkenny Ormond Hotel in Kilkenny. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, Joe. And Brian Hopkins runs Easy EZ Warm E-Z-E, WARM, which is underfloor heating and smart controls in County Mayo. Hello, Brian. Good morning, Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Brian. I'm going to go straight to Nathan in County Kerry. Tell us what it's like for you guys uh, in terms of what you, your energy bills over the last few months.
1: Yeah, look, Joe, I suppose it's it's number one on top of the agenda for everybody at the moment. It's um it's it's a it's a huge concern for 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 every industry. And you know, we've seen some incredible spikes, I suppose, well, particularly over the last couple of months as we came out of contract where we went from sort of eleven, twelve cent a unit up to well over thirty cent a unit and possibly going to go a lot higher from what I'm hearing locally. Um so you know it's a massive concern. It, it's it's completely unsustainable, if I'm honest. And I think um, you know, I think we spoke briefly about the, the, the possibility of short shifting people having to look at you know shorter hours in terms of your trading hours possibly closing a day or two of a week so these, these are all huge concerns as we head into i, so, I suppose the, the heavy usage period of the year which is the winter period traditionally so yeah a massive concern
0: now during the deepest darkest areas of the great recession from whatever 14 years ago did you close your shop uh, one or two days a week
1: no look and it was something that it was considered i suppose back in you, you after we came out of 08, 09 10 11 it was it was it was obviously a, an incredibly challenging period for absolutely everybody particularly the sme sector anybody in business but you know we 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 never even had that discussion and believe it or not it is a discussion we had last week in relation to some of our stores would we consider Possibly, close. We're definitely going to close earlier. We, um, we made the decision uh, only yesterday at, at a management meeting that we would close at five pm rather than six pm. Now that's for for economic reasons, but not just energy. Um, the, the, I suppose the trade between that period tends to be quite weak anyway. So, but look, as, you know, the, the other discussion was, and I was kind of, I wouldn't say alarm, but surprise that was even brought to me was the possibility of closing on a Monday or a Tuesday. And, you know, we've never had that, dis- that discussion before. And these are discussions that retailers, uh, SMEs, that, you know, small businesses, hairdressers, butcher shops, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, are having at the moment in order to try and preserve some cash. Um, and, I, you know, I suppose we've, we've all come out of a, a, a difficult period with COVID. Um, we have had a decent rebound, let's be honest about it. Last year was 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 quite strong. This year has performed quite well. But, you know, any sort of cash reserves that are there are just going to be eaten going to be, into by this current mop- energy crisis.
0: Yeah, they're mopped up. Colin O'Hearn uh, in the Ormond Hotel in Kilkenny. I'm guessing you couldn't even consider closing one or two days a week.
2: We couldn't, Joe. And I suppose hotels and hospitality businesses by their nature are, are high energy users. And, and, and even in the middle of the night, we have to keep things running. Um, and so getting our load factors down to 50, maybe even 40 percent is the best we can hope for. Um, you know, I mean, to give to give you and your listeners an idea, I mean, we would have been our energy bills for for July 2021, gas and electricity combined, would have been somewhere in the region of 28,000 euros. Um, July 22, that was 64,000. Oh my gosh. Um, and and we're being told to expect bills in excess of 100,000 euros per month by the end of the year. Oh my God, that's that's so, not sustainable. It's not, unfortunate, Joe. But you know, look, look at at this point, the government have to step up and and, and support businesses, support local authorities, and 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 you know, in, ensure just as ju- just as you've been speaking about, the businesses like ours and and retailers and in hospitality um, that have been closed for for a prolonged period of time over the last two and a half years are not forced to shorten their hours and close again and keep our staff. And um, and there are plenty of them. Thankfully, we we've, we we've regrown our staff fully over the last uh, over the last twelve months to where we were pre pandemic, and keep these keep those people employed full time.
0: Now I'll come to what we hope uh, the budget will have for all of you, but first of all, I want to hear from Brian Hopkins, who runs Easy Warm underfloor heating. I would have thought that people would be snapping up your products to try and keep their energy bills down, Brian. Yeah, that's
3: that's certainly uh, the 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 hope. Uh, for for us and and you know we're beginning to see that keeping our coming coming our way you know electric heating is the way forward there's no question about that, but we are beginning to see a knock on effect um obviously we've got the cost issues ourselves, but we're going to see a knock on effect on on projects that we would have uh, lined up and and agreed. You know, we've had a couple of them that not canceled, but they're certainly delayed, you know, given the uncertainty around costs of construction and and various things like that. So our business ranges from somebody buying one uh, electric radiator for a, for a, for a house to, you know, projects where we have thousands going in and, and we're, you know, we had a um, a project for, for uh, a thousand, uh, heating a thousand modular homes uh, in the UK and, and that's been pushed out. You know, that's a, that was a big project for us. It's been pushed out. They're telling us it'll go ahead, but with all the uncertainty, you know, we're getting to see things like that happening as well.
0: Yeah, because there's the psychological recession rather than the actual financial recession. Uh, stay with us, Brian. Stay with us, Colin in Kilkenny and Nathan in County Kerry. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with you with your wish list for the budget. Breakfast Business with Enterprise
2: Ireland on
0: News Talk. We're speaking to three SMEs uh, with their various different hopes and wishes for the forthcoming budget as they face an energy shock. Nathan Macdonald in Ballyseedie Homes and Gardens in Kerry. Colin Ahern in the Ormond Hotel in Kilkenny. Brian Hopkins from Easy Warm Underfloor Heating in County Mayo. Can I go to you, Nathan, please? What do you need in the budget um, that's going to help your business?
1: Um, I think Joe, top of the list, it has to be some form of an energy pack, uh, clearly as we head into the winter. That's gonna be crucially important. But I suppose from the from from the VAT point of view, if you look at hospitality specifically, I think that Pascal Odon has made it quite clear that we're going to go to a ret- back to a return of thirteen and a half percent. I think it's important that we try and retain that at nine percent. There's obviously going to be a lot of lobbying done on that from, from today onwards. Whether that happens or not, I'm not sure. I'm not overly confident about it. But I think it is important. I think from a retail point of view Joe, that the top level uh, rate of 23% should be reviewed possibly back to 20%, whereby I think we are going to need some sort of a stimulus as we head into winter as, and as particularly as we head into Christmas, given the fact that many households are going to be under extreme pressure uh, with these sort of energy costs that, that we're all experiencing at the moment, where we're, we're seeing you know, 50 60 70% uh, increases in our energy bills. It's just simply not sustainable. So that's, I suppose, uh, if I was to have a wish list, that would be the top three items. That I believe should be
0: dealt with um, uh, as as an absolute priority to trying to keep the keep the economy ticking along to literally keep the lights on. Colin O'Hearn, um, some of the people in your sector in the hotel sector were accused of price gouging and taking advantage of the VAT reduction. I presume it you didn't do it, but I presume you'd want VAT to stay low.
2: Yes, Joe. I mean, look, there were. I mean, there were some well highlighted capacity issues in Dublin in particular. It's simply not the case in regional Ireland, which is which is you know ultimately 75% of the of the tourism market in Ireland um, yes absolutely yeah, maintaining the vat rate at 9% is, is, is essential any increase in that would would have a significant negative impact on, a, on, on our business and all tourism and hospitality businesses um, we'd be looking for business continuity support grants or supports um it was there during covid and and the and, and the systems are there for that to happen again um you know in the form of either grants or rates waivers or things like that um certainly a cap on it, electricity costs um is flagged by the eu recently and um one of the, one of the things we've noticed uh, over the last kind of 12 months or so is that we definitely need an increase in sustainability grants um to help us to invest more in that area and with that in so, mind, what's
0: that? What's that in, in practical terms? Does that mean that the government would pay for or subsidise an expert to come to your business, tell you what you need to do to get your carbon down, and um, maybe even in, in, introduce some of these measures?
2: Yeah, it's, to be honest, a lot of that's been done already, and most most businesses I know in our sector have, have have already done that. I'm talking about capital investment, really, and you know what what we're finding is that the SEAI is very difficult to interact with even for those energy auditors and M&E professionals so there needs to be some sort of streamlining of that whole process as well because it takes months and years to get through and we and we don't have those sort of we don't have that time at the moment to start investing in these sort of saving measures
0: okay well let's go to Brian then uh, in County Mayo the with Easy Warm what do you need uh, from the budget
2: well, I think there's,
3: there's no doubt we need to have, uh, some help on the, on the energy side. I think all, all small businesses need, need that. But I think, in, it, it, you know, I'd like to see us looking at, at the whole energy situation and energy generation. You know, we rely uh, for two thirds of our power for, you know, we import it. Uh, and I think we really need to get serious about, about, um, you know, how we generate power in this country. And I think that the budget should, you know, speed up. There's a lot of talk about all the things that we're doing, but you know, you know, when you take the, the coast off Mayo here. I mean, it's ripe for for. It's fairly uh, windy. It's fairly windy, absolutely, and it's 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 one of the best places for generating power. So you know, we really need to step up investment in that. And 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 I agree with Nathan there. You know, we do need to um, get some real momentum behind uh, allowing businesses to invest in 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 ways to reduce power. And obviously, that for us is key because you know our electric heating systems, um, you know, will rely
0: on a, on a good steady. Uh, supply of of uh, energy at the at the right cost. Now, um, a lot of people that we've had on the show complain about the planning process. So, if you did want to bi- build a wind farm off the coast of County Kerry, the planning uh, it, it takes so long that the you know people can't you know they can't wait for five years for the planning process to go through.
3: There's no question. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it, we need to look at that. I mean, we are on a, on a wartime footing almost, you know, so we need to look at ways of, of, of speeding up that whole process. And, and, you know, if the will is there, you know, I think it can be done. I just think it needs somebody to grasp the nettle and, and, and run with it, you know.
0: Now, what about tax warehousing? Um, that was provided for companies during the lockdown crisis. Um, I presume you would think something about that might be, might be useful now again?
3: Yeah, there's no doubt, um, that that was a useful, a useful, um, tool during the, the whole COVID, uh, lockdown. You know, we're COVID was extreme, you know, was a, a once in a lifetime, we thought, uh, situation and, and the government reacted well and, and supported businesses. I think we now find ourselves in a maybe not quite as serious a situation, but it is, it is a very serious situation. I think the government need to step in in ways like they did during the pandemic. Um, Warehousing of of taxes was certainly one that helped a lot of businesses, including ourselves. Um, And and certainly, I think all those measures need to be looked at.
0: What about you, Uh, Nathan, just go back to you. Are you worried that if there is a further tax warehousing, uh, that revenue might clamp down hard on companies once the warehousing ends and not show the forbearance that they did in 2020 and 2021?
1: Uh, I think there's going to need to be a, possibly a more long term approach, um, given the current predicament that we all find ourselves in, Joe. I think it's, um, you know, whilst that was incredibly welcome during, during COVID and, and kept a lot of businesses afloat. And, and there was a lot of stimulus packages, I suppose, during that period to ensure that we were able to trade. Um, I suppose as we emerge from that, um, particularly the hospitality industry has had uh, quite a, a buoyant uh, year last year, particularly because people were, I suppose, allowed out. Um, primarily holidayed at home or stayed at home. Uh, this year, probably a little bit less so because obviously the, the 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 skies opened up again, and we saw a lot of people, I suppose, uh, head overseas again. But it's you know as we head into to this crisis, my my uh, it's it's not as bad as the last time. I hope, but I I do feel that um, as uh, I think the warehousing of debt is 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 important. And I, I certainly believe that, that the government are going to have to take a, a more long-term approach to, 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 to some of the repayments. Well, well, I mean, some companies have, have warehouse significant debt, let's be honest about it. And, um, and, others and others have
0: warehoused And others have warehouse. None, depending on the, on how flexible their finances are. I'm going to have to interrupt and get in there. I'm sorry about that, Nathan. Nathan MacDonald there from Bally CD Home and Gardens in County Kerry. Colin Ahern from the Ormond Hotel in County Kilkenny, and Brian Hopkins from Easy Warm in County Mayo. Thank you all of you for getting up early and sharing us your concerns uh, ahead of the budget. Back in breakfast business
2: with Enterprise Ireland
0: on News Talk.